Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. I hope everyone had a safe and healthy Thanksgiving and um, gratefully that's one holiday out of the way and now we have two more that we have to muscle through and um, here we are. So we have a little change in the studio tonight. Steve is in the studio and Ellen is online. So uh, what I'll do is I'll welcome Ellen in and then Steve. Hi Ellen, how are you? I'm well, freezing as usual. But freezing as usual. Otherwise, very well. Yeah, it's cold in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And Steve and I were just talking about how uh, how brisk it is here at 75. So yeah, poor things. <laughs> yeah, they're really I suffering. How are you? Uh, Ray, I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me on tonight. It was my day off. I I didn't shave, so I hope your listeners don't mind. No, it's okay. I'm sitting here in my underwear, so I hope you don't mind. <laughs> the beauty of radio. <laughs> right, right. I remember. I remember. Miracle Mike used to tell me all the time. I had a face for radio until until he saw what I looked like, and then he said, "Yeah, I think you still do." Oh, but, I thought um, he said you you were good looking. Come on. Well, he did, but I didn't want to say that. I don't toot my own horn. It's about humility today, right? Hey, man. Well, should be. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It should be. So how was your Thanksgiving? Mine was excellent. Lots of family. Yeah. Uh, my son actually drove up from Florida. Got oh, back home last night or, yeah, or this morning at like 2.30. But he did. Cool. And he brought a friend. So we had a nice time. Awesome. And yours, Steve? Mine was great. It's just the two of us. I cooked. Um, my wife had to work that day, but uh, I did all the cooking, and we had one friend over, and it was very nice. Had a lot to be thankful. I have a lot to be thankful for you know, this and year. That, and that's, you know, it's it's funny because I don't necessarily know if, um, you know, I mean, I, I had a, a very uneventful uh, Thanksgiving as well. I spent it with uh, Janelle, and, Janelle and the babies, and Amaya cut her hair today, Ellen. Oh, she did. She, she did. Had her own hair. Yeah, but getting back to th- <laughs> but getting back to gratitude. Oh. Yeah, getting back to gratitude. I saw a lot of people on social media sharing gratitude this year, and and more so than any other year that I've been aware of it. And I don't necessarily know if it's just because I hadn't been paying attention, or maybe with all the chaos that we have been going through, I think a lot of people have realized that they need to be grateful. Well, I think that's one of the first steps in um, feeling better about life. I've got to agree with that. Uh, Until we can be grateful for what we have, how can you enjoy life? No, and 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 that's very true. You know, and the the thing about it is, is that we we get stuck in our own way, and we forget to sit back and be grateful for the moment that we're in. You know, like like you you shared with me, you just picked up six months, correct? That's correct. Yes, that's some serious oh, congratulations. Gratitude, right? yeah. Thanks, Ellen. Yeah. it's great. Uh, by the grace of God, here I am. Right, and 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 that's that's something to be grateful. And and to share about as well. A lot of people will say, "Yeah, well, 
you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. But we need to have internal gratitude. And I think that's what gets us to the next plateau. Because because ultimately what happens is, is once they stop giving you keychains or coins, you say like, okay, well, what do I need to do to get a pat in the ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just keep doing what you're doing, you know? And, and, that's, and that's, the, that's the good thing about, you know, the milestone awarenesses we get within the first year, 18 months, and then and then annually after. It's just a little shot in the butt saying, you know, you're doing a good job, keep up the great work and, and marching forward. So, you know, for me, I am so grateful for what I have in my life, and I never would have it if I didn't take that first uh, step, you know, honestly. 29 years ago. I mean, it just blows my mind when I say 29 years. And, and because it, it's still, a lot of the memories are still like yesterday. And I'm sure your memories are still like yesterday because technically they really were. <laughs> they are, yes. <laughs> it is yesterday. <laughs> uh, but that's great, though. Um, it, it's a constant reminder of um, where I'm at now and where I was before. Um, I, I make new friends. I mean, I meet new friends every day. And when I think about those friends, I think back when, you know, not, not too long ago, I didn't have any friends. Hmm. Um, and now I have people that like me and, and want to be around me. And it's, it's amazing the gifts that we get, you know, through, uh, being clean and sober. Right. And you know something you said, get the, the gifts that we help give ourselves, as well, because we get out of our own way and we allow all of this positive stuff to come flowing in. And we never give ourselves enough credit for, you know, doing the necessary work to, to be able to be open to enjoy gratitude, you know? Doesn't that go against our humility? It, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. I'm not saying the great I am. What I'm saying is, is that we need to, we need to absolutely take credit for what we are doing because we'll take responsibility if we don't. You're right. I, I'm you know? very proud of where I'm at now. Right. Um, but I know that I would never have gotten here on my own. I, I mean, I proved that for 50 years uh, that I couldn't do this on oh, my own. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think, Ellen? Well, <laughs> <laughs> gratitude is an interesting concept. I can remember the first few times that I walked into the rooms of Al-Anon, people were talking about gratitude, and I was not grateful for anything, nor did I think I needed to be. It took a really long time before I started thinking about things like, well, you know, I've got a house, I've got a car, I've got insurance. You know, some people don't have those things. Maybe I should start thinking about what I do have rather than what I don't have. And I actually had right. somebody tell me the other day, you know, if you start feeling really bad, just sit down and think about five things that you're grateful for at this moment. You know, and it could be, you know, there, there's a light bulb in my lamp, anything. Right. And doing that can really bring you out of a funk. Yeah, you know, because because we can turn that over and look at all of the negatives that are in our day. All we need to do is turn on the TV, walk into Walmart, um, be in traffic, and we can find a whole lot of negatives. 
we need to remind ourselves that we are walking towards a positive path of gratitude. You don't have to have gratitude every single moment of the day because you're not going to. Um, But to be aware that at certain points of your day, to be able to accept that and to be able to be grateful that you had a piece of it or you own a piece of that only gets you back to that gratitude point that much quicker. That I can agree with. Um, we all face situations that you know we won't necessarily be thankful for, but if you take the time and you deal with that situation and the end result is one satisfactory to all concerned, you can look at yourself and be grateful for the outcome. Um, not necessarily grateful you were put in that situation, but the ability to be able to handle that, take control of it, and uh, is something are tools that we have now that perhaps we didn't have in the past, uh, being in the state that we were in. Right, you know, and and coming from people who you know, like I can I can share my gratitude because I was homeless, helpless, loveless. You know, and and my disease made me do things I didn't want to do and put me with people I didn't want to be with. Um, But I don't necessarily know how my family started feeling or, or feeding off of my gratitude to be able to know that ultimately their son, brother, nephew, um, is finding a new way to live, you know, and, and Alan, you might be able to share a little bit about how being on that side of the quote unquote fence, you see that happening in someone that you love. Well, it, you know, it, it's really nothing short of a miracle. And I, I am, I'm often, I often chuckle because I've heard people say, you know, I'm really grateful for my alcoholic or grateful for my addict because it gave me growth, too. I haven't quite reached that pinnacle yet, um, but there are people who, you know, ha- have had a lot of spiritual growth because of, you know, coming into programs like, you know, the, the anonymous programs that, that can help everybody. But mm-hmm. to watch somebody go from, like you say, right, homeless, helpless, loveless, someone that you can't do anything for, you can't help them, and you're, you know, you're just kind of waiting for the worst to happen, and to see them come out of that and get on the other side and be able to live a normal life, it's just, I, you know, there, there are no words. It's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And, I, you know, right. I, I am grateful that I was able to, you know, to experience that. Yeah, um... And and you know the 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 best thing about it is is that you you said that you know you like I know I know that I can share that you know my, I think my sister's listening she listens every week I mean I'm just confident that she's there when when the show goes on and I know that she shares gratitude on a daily basis for the journey that I've been on and have shown her. Um, that I'm not the individual that I was before. So she would be one of the people that would say, I'm grateful that he walked through what he had to walk through because look at what I got today from him. And I'm not trying to make myself um, any better than any other addict. I'm just, I'm just somebody that's trying to do the right thing on a daily basis. 
Um, but I am so grateful that my family stuck with me through that. And and I'm sure your addict is as well. You say you're not at a point where you can say, you know, you're grateful for addiction or whatever. But I, I'll be forever grateful for every single day that I was out there active because it's allowed me to be who I am today. It's, it's given me a lot of awarenesses that... If I did not have, I wouldn't be where I am. I can agree with that. Yes, most definitely. Um, The experiences that we go through in life make us who we are, Um, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But um, when you go through this miracle of recovery, um, you look back at perhaps what you did to your family and what you put them through. And I'm very, very happy that um, my family is so understanding. They stood by me um, when I didn't deserve them, and they stood by me through my recovery. And now that I'm in recovery and active, very active in recovery, you meet new friends, um, and they stand by you. Uh, that How could you not be grateful for that? Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Michelle, she just celebrated one year, and it's amazing uh, where she is now compared to what she was a year ago. Um, what a friend. Uh, how could I not be grateful for having someone like her in my life? It's, it's, it's almost bringing me to tears. Uh, it, nothing I am given has not first passed through the hands of God. And that's powerful, that, that that he loves me so much that he can help me on this journey. Oh, very much so. You know, and, and it's not it's not about me and it's not about the great I am. It's about we. And, you know, without we, I wouldn't be me uh, because my best thoughts got me homeless, helpless, and loveless. <laughs> you know, my best actions got me um, crawling on my knees asking for help and forgiveness, you know, and, and um, today our best efforts keep me focused and keep me aligned. So it's not about me at all. I just have the awareness that I can say that I'm a productive member of that we. Right on. Yeah. 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 I think that's about all we can strive for. Um there's a there's a verse that says, uh, to whom so much is given, the greater the responsibility. And I've been given a second chance at this, and I have been given the gift of sobriety. And I feel that it's my job to help pass that gift along. Mm-hmm. Um, I go through it, you know, I, I do service work. I, I take meetings to treatment centers and hospitals. And um, it, it's, I don't have the experience to share with people, but I have an ear uh, and that's what that's what most people that's what I needed when I was going through recovery, and that's what I can provide right now to help others. And I'm grateful that I can do that. Sometimes the most therapeutic thing you can do is to is to listen to someone else who is struggling because right. it gives you a little bit of gratitude that you know the things that you have experienced or the things that you will be experiencing soon, um, you're not alone. Well, that's and it. I do you're- say we keep what we have by giving it away, and I think that's important too. I think you know when you're when you're active in your addiction, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of selfishness or self centeredness because you're you're only yeah. thinking about one thing. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know to be able to uh, 
get out of that and 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 to help somebody else to give them you know just your experience that's that's priceless and, and, i mean not in, not just on your side but on my side as well there were so many people that talked to me and explained things to me that i did not understand and it took a you know i had um concepts that were were incorrect because i didn't know any better and it, and it yeah i mean yeah, yeah nobody's sometimes yeah i mean nobody's born with the understanding of what it takes to um, do what we do, and, and, and for lack of a better, um, I just lost the word that I was going to use. Uh, for lack of a better uh, way of describing it, there's there this life that we live on both sides of the fence is second to none. And if you're out there and you're struggling, or if you're struggling with a family member who is struggling. Get out of your own way and allow the the people that have been there before you to help you get through it. Because I've I, I've never gotten anything left to my own devices, but stuck in a chair saying, "Hi, I'm Ray, and I'm new." You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, and I need help. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, my my best thinking, like I said, got me got me in a world of hurt. Our best thinking kept me in the door and gave me the alignment that I have today. That's right. The support yeah. is key. Uh, you, you, we could not do this on our own. Uh-huh. No, no one can. No. Um, you, you need the help of a higher power, and you need the help of a community of people who know where you were and where you are and where you want to go. Right. And who don't judge you? Amen. Well, you know, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna walk into people who judge you all the time, because I, I think that's that's human nature to, and I don't necessarily know if that's maybe a, uh, um, a re- just a, just a reaction to to judge somebody to to keep them to keep them at at bay or keep them at distance, but the people who really care, they're, they're not gonna judge, and the people who who judge really don't care. You know what I mean? I, I hate to use play on words like that because it, it sounds kind of silly, but that's the reality. If somebody's if somebody's looking at you and judging you for who you are today and you're doing all the right things that you're supposed to be doing, um, maybe not in their eyes, but if somebody's judging you, then why do you need to step to their plate? Why do you need to, you know, live their life, live your own life? You know, and be grateful, and and surround yourself with people who who aren't judging you, and and love you for who you are. And I agree with that. Um, I don't want to be around people who judge me, especially at this time in my recovery. Um, and and I have not run into a lot of those types of people. Um, I probably couldn't even begin to count them. Um, it would take me a while to think if if somebody has. Um, most of the people that I meet in meetings and doing service are people who truly, they may not care about me, but they, they care about my recovery. They may not care about me personally, but they care about my recovery. Right. You know what I mean? And and like they say, you know, you don't necessarily, um, have to care for the messenger, but just listen to the message. Right. And that's the most important thing. And with that, we're going to go to break. 
Dial 866-472-5792 if you would like to call. 866-472-5792. We'll be back in a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Ready to transform your health and your world? Join host Melissa Alexander for Insight Living with Vitality. Melissa and her guests go behind the scenes on what it takes for practitioners and clients to transform themselves and others. She provides insight to medical procedural breakthroughs, available product resources, and explains lifestyle choices designed to improve and expand your vitality. It's time to get rid of that baggage, remove those blockages, and prevent buildup from hindering your progress in life. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, and we're back. We were talking about gratitude the last segment, but I guess we can we can move on to something else. I mean, or we can even just keep sharing about uh, how grateful we all are, but I'm sure that's probably souring someone out there that doesn't feel any gratitude. So if you're in a position where you're not feeling gratitude, you know, like the holidays, the holidays, somewhere around the somewhere around Thanksgiving every year when I was out using, some something snapped in my brain. And by the time Christmas came, I was either in detox, locked up, or you know, just unavailable from family. And over the years I tried to I I made a concerted effort 
but I still was falling short because I wasn't allowing myself that growth opportunity, you know, and it was gratitude. I, I just didn't know how to be able to grasp onto being quote unquote happy around my family during the holidays because for so long that was my MO just, just to, just to create havoc and have them push me away. So I didn't have to embrace them. And, you know, I think today I have that much greater of an awareness. And that's what that's what it is. It's not necessarily having the gratitude, but it's having the awareness that this is the time where if you share love, gratitude will come. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've, I've been hearing throughout this brief period of my recovery um, about – People using or having excuses to either use drugs or to drink alcohol. Um, and a lot of those come around the holidays. I, I can see it in the people that um, I go out and visit in treatment centers and things, um, how they, you know, they, they, it's a stressful situation. So they, they go out, they, they deal with it by picking up. Um, I can tell you personally, I didn't need an excuse to drink. Um, I just, I drank. You know, I didn't care. If I was happy, I drank. If I was sad, I drank. Um, but I can see how people would use that. Um, you use an excuse to do something that makes you feel good for the moment. Um, and you know you're going to regret it later. Maybe consciously or subconsciously, you, you know you're going to regret it later. But you're going to do it anyway because for the moment, it's going to make you feel good. Damn the consequences. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this time of year is, is very difficult for some people. I know it, it often has been for me because it's so hyped up. You know, starting really at Halloween, we start seeing all the Christmas stuff. Right. Um, Thanksgiving. I mean, it, the name, the actual name, Thanksgiving, if we think about, you know, the, <laughs> the concept behind it, it was they were thankful, you know, that they had food and, th- and just simple things. But we've turned it into this basically giant, expensive party where you're supposed to be happy. <laughs> a three-month you know, party. A lot yeah. of people yeah. just aren't. And, you yeah. know, and what if you can't be? My family was scattered literally all over the world, so we couldn't be together. Right, but I think just a few I, people feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, but I think but I think you need to find internal gratitude. You know, I mean, I don't I'm not grateful because I'm around my loved ones. I'm grateful because I've gotten to be able to learn how to love them again, no matter where they are. I know Oh, I, I, know, spend, I know. I'm just saying I yeah. think the stress that it puts on people can oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, exacerbate the problem. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I know, I, I, I know yeah. people, you know, some of my friends will say, oh, my husband started drinking at Thanksgiving and he didn't quit at all until New Year's Day. And that was, <laughs> you know, he had a hangover that day and then, you know, he just kept going. Yeah. You know, and one, one thing that I, I think has given me a different understanding is uh, being the coordinator for Toys for Tots for the past four years. You know, I, I, I got grateful at Christmas and I put up a Christmas tree and I made sure that there were, you know, uh, the necessities met for the children underneath the tree and, and all of that stuff. But in my world, um, 
everything within that bubble was taken care of. To look outside myself and see a need for children who don't have it through no fault of their own um, is a tough pill to swallow because one, one, I look at people and I say, you should be taking care of your children and not running around and worrying about this, that, or the other thing. But one, that's not my place. And two, that takes me out of gratitude. So what I do is I make sure that we fill boxes up with toys and we make sure that children get a little bit of Christmas. Now, I am no one to judge how an individual runs their family. I am no one to judge because of where I came from and who I am. I think I have a little bit of an understanding of the person who was struggling at Christmas time because I struggled for so long. I intentionally made it impossible to deal with me. So I can understand. And, and you know, I hear people under their breath saying, well, look at how look at what she looks like and look at how she's taking care of herself. And no wonder why her children don't have anything. We're not here for that. Amen. We're here to make sure that the children get what they need, you know, because just imagine, and everybody who's listening, just imagine waking up on Christmas morning and not having a present underneath the tree. It just That just gives me the shivers thinking about it because I was always taken care of. Through alcoholic parents, I was always taken care of. Um, maybe because that was what their... Uh, codependency was they wanted to make sure that we had the best things in the neighborhood to hide their disease. Hmm. Um, but you know something, that's not what it's about. It's about giving. It's about sharing. It's about caring. And ultimately, it's about gratitude. It is. Um, I think back, and I brought her up earlier, and I got to bring up my friend Michelle again, knowing that a year ago on Thanksgiving, she was lying dead in a hospital. Um Literally, she had died, and she was brought back. What a miracle. Uh, she doesn't – you can't give gifts to everyone, um, physical gifts. Uh, it, it's thank God for a program like Toys for Tots to help those. Um, and again, thank God for people like you, Ray, who don't care. You don't judge the parent. The fact is the child doesn't have a toy. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact is there are people like me and Michelle that are in recovery during this holiday season. They're suffering with their addiction or their alcoholism. The only thing that we are capable of doing is giving to them what we were given, Mm -hmm. which is hopefully passing on the gift of sobriety. Right, right. What, um, Alan, when you, when, from, from, the family perspective, like when I was sharing about how I intentionally sabotaged my family functions, did you ever experience that? We had, um, our, our holidays were more of a, okay, she's sober now. Because, you know, for some reason, right around the holidays, she would always kind of try to clean up. And, and so there was always a, a very hopeful just a kind of you know, a hope that maybe this is going to be the the right time because she loved Christmas. She loves Christmas. She absolutely yeah. loves it. That's her favorite holiday. So she would kind of get cleaned up and 
you know, we were going to be starting, you know, everything was going to be new. She was starting a new life. And we did that over and over and over. I can't tell you how many Christmases, you know, we went through the day with this hope and then the presents would disappear. You know, I, I can recall giving a gift card and it disappeared. And we looked all over the house for it, looked, you know, looked in under mattresses and, you know, and she had sold it to somebody. So, you know, it was yeah. that old joke about the the attic. We'll take your wallet and help you look for it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's not a joke. That's reality. Well, hey, I'm no, sitting right reality, here. But somebody told somebody <laughs> told me that joke before it happened to me, and then it did, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, know, that's, that's not a joke. That's reality. And, you know, something else I can share with you, you know, that she, she I, I saw her on her Snapchat today. She absolutely loves cake muffins from small from small cakes, too. So it's not only Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she, you know, she's she's doing well now. So the, you know, the the Christmases are actually it's real, and I'm yeah. grateful for that. Very grateful yeah, and, for that. And that's and that's the important thing. You know, I, somebody may be listening, and and you know, they've they like me have shattered many Christmases. Um, you don't have to do that this year. You have plenty of time to get out of your own way, and you have plenty enough time to put the wheels in motion to start learning how to live life on life's terms. I know that for me, when I decide to drive the bus, I go off the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And even today, even after, you know, all the years that I have uh, clean and sober, if, if I still take the helm, I know that the outcome isn't going to be the way that it probably should. I know that somebody behind me is going to go, yeah, you need to need to move a little bit to the left because you're in your own way, you know, and uh, I'm grateful today that I have my I have my life surrounded with people that know who I am and know when to be able to give me that little nudge, you know, and and that and that in itself is gratitude. It may not it may not be a happy situation when somebody's calling me on my stuff, <laughs> but I'm grateful later on that somebody got me out of my own way. Right. I didn't have, I didn't mess up holidays. Um, I didn't need to mess up holidays. I messed up every day. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I messed up, I messed up family visits. I messed up vacations. Um, I messed up friends uh, staying with us. You know, it, it was, you know, it was chaos. It, it, I didn't need a holiday. I did it every day. Yeah. You know, and and the the thing about that is, is we we always do it every day. And I, but I think the awareness is looking back. You know, when 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 you get a little more time, you look back and go, you know, I messed up Christmas quite a bit because <laughs> because like I messed up three hundred and sixty five <laughs> days a year. But I think those those meaningful family unit type situations. Um, Give me a little bit more of an awareness that I need to pay a little bit more attention to to um, my character defects at this time of year because they're still there and they'll come out like that. I mean, it, it, it's something, you know, I, I've said it many a times, you know, um, last time I used was February 28th, 1989, but today's still a good day to get high. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and... Left to my own devices, 
I'll left to my own devices and carried the defects. I'll take that up as an option. So I, I, I really don't want to do that. So I need to keep aware that this has always been a delicate time in my life. And, and it's always been a, a, um, an awareness that I've used since I've been clean and sober. Well, let me time. ask you this, Ray. Um, the damage being done, having mm-hmm. messed up, you know, every day. Um, how can you repair that damage with your family? You've alienated them. They're not going to come around anymore. Mine is not going to come around anymore. Uh, how do you begin to mend those uh, or you know tend to those wounds? Um, just to just to share with you, and I, I don't want to you know just to share with you that we had a, we had a guest on last week. His name is uh, Rob Kelly. And he did so much damage to his family. He's from England, ultimately. He ultimately grew up in England. He lives in in San Antonio, Texas now. And he did so much damage to his family. He hadn't spoken to his daughter in many, many, many years, like heartbreaking years. Every time I talked to him, he would he would share, you know, uh, he he's speaking to his daughter now. So I think what it is is that you need to be true to yourself and true to what it is that you're believing in and walk the path that you, the righteous path. And I think family members start seeing it. I mean, it for me, I want to say that I lived in a community of chaos because every family we knew were dealing with this um, addiction thing or alcoholism thing. So I think that fortunately enough, once I started doing what I was doing, my family fell in line with that process because it, the community was. So I think at the time, I had the benefit of um, community acceptance because they accepted me when I was a mess and they allowed me I to live there, in there. There's, there's, for the family, there's a trust issue. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever get it all back oh i think you do you know maybe well yeah yeah and i was gonna and, and i was just gonna add with you ray because it's been so many years they probably have been able to breathe again and say i think he's gonna be okay <laughs> and as more time goes by you know i i am getting it more and more back but there you know there's always a little thing in the back of your mind that you know as you say today is a good day to get high you just you know you don't know so, it absolutely know, there, is, but I don't. There's a small element of of trust and fear that it's hard to get past as a family member having experienced the consequences of what you guys do. Yeah, you know, I was going to tell you, there's an old Southern joke: you should never go to the family Christmas party unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that works in Florida too, right? Oh, because Florida is Florida is really not the South, the so. Yeah, Florida's not no. the South, so we're about ready to go to a break. So dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. We'll be back in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural, evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives, and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And, you know, just to touch back with uh, what we were talking about before the break about the gentleman with his daughter, um, one of the major things that we need to allow to happen in other people's lives around us is is time. time like they say, time heals all wounds, time what, like, I hate being the, the slogan, the sloganator or the bumper sticker <laughs> reader, but uh, thing, things I must experience, right? Time. Um, and, and there's a lot of hope with the time we put in to ourselves to make ourselves a better individual or a more productive individual within the family unit that we live in, even if we're not part of that unit and somebody's outside looking in going, the guy's a bum, the lady's a bum, she never did nothing. And and I remember um, Helen and I, Helen, Ellen and I were on a a radio show um, where it was everyone else's fault, but the person who was the host. And I can almost guarantee you today that that's still true. So who is losing losing out on that situation? While everybody's getting better around them, they're the ones that are still stuck on stupid. You know, so who's paying that price? Not you. Your world is getting greater. Your world is getting better. Acceptance is, is coming around. And those individuals, you know, 
we make amends through our through our actions. We try to make physical amends. We try to say, I'm sorry for this, I'm sorry for that. But how many times have we said, I'm sorry, right, I won't ever right. do it again? Words mean nothing. Amen. This amends is an action statement. And somebody came to my door once, um, a guy, he's called into the show, and uh, he came to my back door and he said, uh, you know, I, I need to make amends. And I said, all right, go ahead. And he goes, oh, what do you mean? Because his sponsor told him that he needed to make amends with me because there was a couple of things that he he did while he was staying at my house. He didn't know that all he had to do was do the right thing. You know, it's not about, hey, I'm sorry for stealing your wallet. Hey, I'm sorry for stealing that bottle out of your cabinet and running out and crashing your car. <laughs> Those memories will never go away. And that's what that's what Ellen was saying about, you know, the um, there'll always maybe be a little bit of mistrust because those memories will never go away. We'll never be able to wash those memories away. But if we see a different individual in front of us, or if we hear of an individual's life has changed to so much of a positive, how can we not accept that and move on? And if we can't, it's not on you, man. It's on them. Well, that that gives me a little bit of hope, um, to use a word that mm-hmm. I use so often, uh, because I, you know, when I drank, you know, a lot of people are allergic to alcohol. I know people uh, that break out, you know, some broke out in handcuffs, you know, others broke out in the hospital. Uh, I broke out in stupid. You know, I was, uh, I, I, that's, that was my reaction to my allergy. I just did stupid, stupid things. And I know that I can change through my actions. Um, there's an old saying that it, I heard it for the first time. I guess it's an old saying. That's how it was told to me. But I heard it for the first time just last week um, when I was at a treatment center. If you meet three idiots before nine o'clock in the morning, they're probably not the idiot. <laughs> no, this is true. <laughs> or, or you've looked they in the mirror twice. Or you've looked in the mirror twice. And they didn't use the word idiot, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> this no. is radio. <laughs> yeah. But no, well, that's what, you know, I mean, and that's the reality. So, you know, what we need to do is we need to keep an awareness. And that's where, I think that's where the gratitude seeps in because we look back at the path that we are following and we say, hey, I'm, I'm not that knucklehead that I was six months ago. I, I'm going to embrace this and maybe I can look back in another six months and go, wow, look how far I've come in just that year. And if... The people around you aren't as responsive as your growth. You're okay because you're not the individual that that left that point of stupidity, right? You said you well, broke out and stupid. Are, you know, if if they are people who really love you and care about you, they will come around. You know, and even if watch, they don't, and even if yeah, and even if they don't, that's that's okay too. I mean, I I can guarantee you that. There are people out there that still hold a grudge against me, and I have not been in their life for over 30 years. I can guarantee you, I, 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 could, I could name names right now, and I could walk up to them, and I would get the same reaction I got 30 years ago because I wronged them then. 
my life is not that today. And they're aware of it, but they're still holding on to the memory because it allows them not to look at themselves. It allows them not to have to base anything that they've done in that situation on anything other than you you wronged me. Well, see, there's a to me, uh, in my case, there's there's a broader circumstance because what I have done has affected my wife's relationship with her family. Right. Um, my wife cares deeply about me, deeply loves me, um, is behind me one hundred percent, and to that end, will not be around people who do not accept her husband. Uh, so it affects her, the relationship that she has with her family. She can't go to family functions because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to go without me. Right. Uh, and I love her for that, mm-hmm. you know, but is there a, I, I really don't know what I'm trying to ask here. I'm just asking the voice of experience. Is there hope in that mm-hmm. situation? Oh yeah, and 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 I mean, Ellen can probably attest to it too, because I'm sure she's sat in meetings, in in Al-Anon meetings with people, um, with the with the with the same question. I know for for us, if we keep doing the right thing, doesn't necessarily mean the right thing will happen, but the wrong thing won't. Probably really won't. Right. So we have a better shot at being a productive individual in the eyes of the people who are holding it against us, you know, and ultimately if that, if that trust or that security has been severed, never give up hope. Because like I said, with Rob, Rob hadn't talked to his daughter in 20 years. Now he's going to meet her and his granddaughter and they're coming to San Antonio from England. And that's great. You know, so, there's always hope. Hope. Well, you know, well, and, and again, it time your actions because actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people. There are still family members who don't really want to be around my daughter because they don't trust her. Um, the last family reunion, she was in jail, so I just said, um, you know, she had something else to do. Well, unbeknownst to me. Her brother went and told all his cousins, and, you know, so then the news immediately went around. But the sad thing is, let me cut cut you off there for a second. Let me cut you off there for a second. She was clean in jail, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so, well, that's the thing. So so if if, if, uh, your son said she's in jail, but she is repairing damage, then it would have carried a different message than my sister's in jail. Not no, everybody. I mean, somebody said, "Where is she?" And he goes, "Oh, she's in jail." Yeah, right. And then yeah. immediately, ah! <laughs> they assume the worst. Of course. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, well, because they aren't familiar. You know, I'm okay with jail now. Ten years ago, it was a horrifying idea. You know, this mm-hmm. doesn't happen to people like us. Yes, it does. So mm-hmm. maybe it was time they got educated. I don't know. But those are, yeah. those are the kind of things that are difficult to overcome. But they, you know, they hear through the grapevine that she's doing really well, that her career is going well, you know, and they come around. Yeah, and if they don't, they that's on around. them. You know what I mean? I mean, exactly. granted, like you say, you know, collateral damage always, always sucks, and your wife is part of your collateral damage. Absolutely. Um, but 
hope always rings true, you know? Well, I have hope. I, I have hope. Um, there, there is one who gives me hope. Um, but let me, I, I look at it this way, and this scares me because I think these things. She missed a milestone birthday party back in September. Mm-hmm. because she wasn't going to go up there without me, and, of course, I was not welcome. What if there comes a time where there are no more birthdays, to put it lightly? What if her father dies? Right. And she has not seen him before he dies because of the damage that I caused to that relationship. I, I, that, I don't, that I don't know that, that I can deal. Making. That's a choice yeah. she's making, not you. But I still feel the guilt, Ellen. Oh no, yeah, as well as well you should. I mean, it's you helped you helped facilitate that situation. Well, I did facilitate. I didn't help anything. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> you, you're only responsible for what you did. You're not responsible for how they reacted to it because you're doing the right thing today, and and you're trying to you're trying to um, right the wrongs that you did. Now, the only thing that I can say is. Um, Maybe she might entertain um, going there without you, just for that simple fact. I mean, that's a conversation that you may want to have with her, and it's probably not one that we want to have on the air. But um, you know, those, there's there's always many different ways of um, getting through. I mean, I put myself in situations where I probably never should be back there. And I've found myself back there. Was it a was it a loving experience? Absolutely not. But it was an experience that I needed to walk through to get to where I am today. So maybe that's something that you guys need to talk about, and she needs to walk through. You know, and see, we only really have three minutes left, and Doctor Phil isn't on the phone. We really, <laughs> <laughs> and we're probably going to have to go to a commercial before then. <laughs> But um, you know, no, I'm I'm grateful today that you came in and uh, that we got to speak. You know, we had no clue what we were going to speak about, and it turned into gratitude, and it turned into a whole bunch of other stuff. And um, you know, I'm just glad that we have this vehicle to be able to get this conversation out there to people who, one, are maybe stuck, or two don't want to get out of their own way. So we have about a minute left, so share a little bit of gratitude, Steve, before I tell you to shut up and we're gone. Well, as I said when I started, I'm uh, I'm very grateful um, that this year has come. Uh, I'm grateful for my sobriety, first and foremost. Um, I'm grateful for the love that God has for me. I'm grateful for the support and you, Ray, I'm grateful for the support you give me and your friendship. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing how one addict or alcoholic can see it in another person long before they know. Absolutely. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Thanks, Steve. You know, and, and that's the thing. Hang on to the gratitude and don't look at the mess because the mess is still going to be there. There's more mess than there is gratitude. All right. You know, Ellen, do you need anything to share before we uh, say goodnight? Um. Just uh, grateful that right now I have a recovering addict and that I'm going to be returning to the, the warmth of Florida soon. <laughs> right. And with miracles in recovery. Hope is in your corner. 
That it is. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.